The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. I think you're really going to love this episode, whether you've been to this place or not. This is, uh, you know, we did a series, an episode of our new series, Is It Worth It, last week. This is kind of a, a full review of something, which we did a lot in our first season, and we're happy to do it in this season, too. Um, a full review of, I just think, probably the best Disney prop, or one of the best Disney properties ever. Where is it, Kyle? It's Aulani. That's right. Now, we're going to get right into it because I always talk about, and I'm sure you're the same way, there's nothing worse than starting a podcast episode and the people just yammer on about something else um, before getting to the actual topic. So we're going to do a full review of Disney's Aulani. Now, we were just there. Uh, back in uh, July, we were just back. We were there back in uh, January, just a couple weeks ago. This is our second time that we've been there. Yeah, second. We walked. We walked. We gave a tour of it one day, one trip. But this is our second time that we've stayed there, and uh, so we've had it. Uh, we've had an experience of Aulani right after the pandemic kind of subsided, and now kind of when everything is semi basically back to normal. But first, let's do an overview if you don't know what the Aulani is. So it's uh, one of Disney's newest resorts. It opened in 2011. It's located about 30 to 40 minutes from the airport on the west side of Oahu in a town called Ko'olina, which is kind of a higher-end resort town. Um, there's like four man-made lagoons with all these resorts. There's the Four Seasons. There's a Marriott. There's Ko'olina Resort. And Aulani is one of them. So... Um, it's about 800 rooms in the hotel. It's a big hotel. It's huge. You've, you've probably seen pictures of it if you've seen the DVC kiosks around Walt Disney World. Um, but it's a gorgeous property. Yeah, there are three restaurants within it. Um, there are three restaurants. There's a lounge, four quick service places, um, an area for a luau, which we will get to. We actually did a luau for the first time. We've been going to Hawaii for almost a decade and this is the first time we've ever done a luau anywhere. We haven't even done it at the Poly and at Walt Disney World, the Polynesian. Um, so that's kind of the overview. As Colin said, it's a giant resort um, with a lot of amenities. And before we get into specifics, just kind of cutting to the chase, and overall, your overall thought, how the resort makes you feel, what's your 37,000 feet review of, of Aulani? You know... It's it's hard to put into words because it's kind of its own feeling all in mm -hmm. itself. Um, you have that level of Disney magic that you don't get at other places. You know, when we went to Hawaii this last time, we went to three different resorts. And no, there's we just, island hop. Or we didn't island hop, we resort hopped. Yeah. Um, and there's just something about a Disney property with that level of service and that you get um, that just makes it magical. Um, but, you know, the, the hotel also doesn't feel like a Disney mm -hmm. resort because it pays a lot of homage and it pays attention and honors the culture of Hawaii and the Polynesian culture. And so we tell people all the time, if you didn't know you were at a Disney hotel, you'd be hard pressed to find Disney things throughout it. 
Because, sort of Mickey Mouse and a character breakfast. Yeah. You know, you've got to look for those things. There's, you know, like the music in the elevators, for instance, is they're Disney songs, but they're sung in Hawaiian. Yeah. Colin recognized that in our first trip. He's like, listen, they're playing, you know, they're playing part of your world, singing in Hawaiian, playing a ukulele. And if you don't <laughs> recognize that, you know, you'd have no idea. Yeah. It's a Disney hotel. Subtle. Yeah. It's subtle. It's SD. Yes. Subtle Disney, which makes it delightful my thirty-seven thousand foot review just overview is this is probably other than the poly at disney world and the disneyland hotel for disneyland this is one of my favorite disney properties period yeah you love this i love this place we were at another resort right before here with subpar uh service that would be the turtle bay resort um because we weren't Miss Hawaii and didn't have boobs, so we it wasn't all terrible. It wasn't all terrible, but the bartenders because one, we one, were one day we were gay guys with no boobs and we weren't pageant queens. Um, we didn't get like the best service at all. But anyway, we pull into Aulani and there's just something magical. Like I just felt like okay, we're back. We're back home with that Disney difference that you always hear about. And the Disney difference is there plus four at the Awolani. So there's, you know, I wanted to lead with that right away. So if you don't have a lot of time here, there's the quick overview of how we feel about the resort. Now we're going to get into some specifics. Colin has laid this out really nice. Let's start with the rooms. Like if you're thinking to yourself, okay, sounds nice, but what are the rooms like? Yeah, so there's 350 hotel rooms plus an additional 460 DVC villas. So this is a DVC property, a Disney Vacation Club property. And I believe you can stay in the villas. Um, you can book them through the like hotel website like you normally would. Um, they just usually are more expensive because they're villas. Um, you can also do all those you know DVC rental sites and stuff. But we've always stayed in a traditional room. And depending on the time of year that you're going and all that kind of stuff, prices really fluctuate. Yeah. So you know, on the low end, you can get them in the... Upper fours, low five hundred a night. It's an expensive property, but it's Hawaii. But yeah. you know, I looked in early April, probably still spring break season. It was over a thousand dollars a night. Oh, seriously? For a traditional king room. And we met a woman, y'all, that was going to be there. Was it a? It doesn't matter. We met a person that was going to be there for like forty. 40 I think she said forty-two days. Forty-two days. Can you imagine? Anyway, so, um, but yeah, they've got. The normal rooms, they've got studios, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and three-bedroom villas. So you have your options. And the rooms, you know, my review of the room, my thought of the review, my thought of the rooms, it's very similar to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yes, I was just going to say that if you've ever been to Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge at Disney World, very similar vibe. Very. Almost like same color scheme, same feeling almost, Mm -hmm. Um, which 10, you know, it's... I love Animal Kingdom Lodge for a lot of reason, but I, I look forward to kind of a, a remodel for their rooms. Yeah. And I look forward to the same remodel for Aulani. And given that this property opened in 2011, I would imagine it's coming. It's coming very soon. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not bright, light, and airy no. ocean vibes. It's like dark Hawaiian. So it's dark Hawaiian woods. It's d- dark brown carpets, dark brown walls, bedding. Yeah. Rit- but it's like that rich Hawaiian wood that you see a lot. Which beautiful, is beautiful, but it's just very like dark, and it feels kind of of the age. I mean, if it's 
15 years old almost, you know. Yeah. Let's talk about, let's go actually from, let's say the luau to last, because that's kind of a special thing that you don't have to do. This is a Disney podcast about doing Disney as adults. Um, cocktails, coasters, repeat. Let's talk about the restaurants um, that we've been to. And we did a lot. We wanted to be able to review it for you. So you start off, Kyle. Yeah. So there's three restaurants on property. There's Ama Ama, Off the Hook, and uh, Makahiki. Yeah. We have not been to Makahiki yet. That's where they do the character breakfast. Yeah, because again, we're not, you know, you I know, love Mickey, but no. Well, and I don't, I'm not a big breakfast fan. No, Colin is not a breakfast fan. I'd no. much rather go to the Starbucks across the street. Which we know? do. Yes. So we have not been there yet. We have been on to Off the Hook. Love it. That's love where it. your um, pool bar stuff is. A lot of that's going to come if you're out sitting at the pool ordering lunch. You know, it's a different menu from the pool and the restaurant. But it's great. Like they they have a great cob salad. No, it was a chop salad. Oh, chop salad. Yeah. Oh God, that was so good. Real good. And then we had like a shrimp and pesto flat flatbread. Um, that this... got better from the last time we were there. Mm-hmm. That rest off the hook got better. The ama ama people actually some of the food that they served at ama ama, which is the fine dining uh, uh, establishment on property, some of that food when it when that restaurant was closed went over to off the hook. To its advantage. I mean, yeah. it's way better than it was last time. So off the hook is great, though. I mean, if you just want like a yeah. casual dinner at the hotel and you don't want to go to Makahiki, you don't want to do the luau or something, that's a great option. Um, and then for the first time this time, it was closed last time we were there because of the pandemic, we did Ama Ama. So it's a prefix, four-course fine dining experience. What do you want to say about that? I went in... <sighs> With very low expectations. Me too. Because I didn't know what to think. It, I was like, you know, Disney has fine dining at um, like the uh, Grand Floridian, mm-hmm. Victoria and Alberts. Yeah. Never done it. I'm Because when I'm in Florida, I don't want to pack a suit and no, I'm, deal I with wear all a that. suit every day of my life. Yeah. So, um, but this was something new that we tried and it was great. I think Ashton was our server. Was mm-hmm. that Yeah. We just let her kind of take the reins and said, whatever you recommend. She was from Oahu. Mm-hmm. And I had... Um, like a venison tartare to start, and then I did a pork belly, and then a seafood pasta, and you had octopus, and then I moved a over smoked fish dip. a smoked fish dip with homemade little crinkle chips. And l- let me stop here. You, you're probably listening to us going, it, maybe you're like me. I don't like tweezer food. I don't like a lot of fine dining because I don't want to leave hungry. But I'm with Colin. It, from the service to the atmosphere, because it's open air, it's right, it's yeah, right. I was just going to say, it is. there's no walls or anything, so you're sitting there and you're just looking out at the ocean. and It's stunning. Yeah. It's, it's just like Kyle walked in with little expectation. It blew me away. Probably you're saying it was stunning just like me. It was. That's what I meant to. <laughs> that was stunning. a long pause in just, the wrong spot. Just like Colin. <laughs> stunning with beautiful curly hair. <laughs> no, but it was, uh, you know, looking over our whole two-week adventure... That included Disney World. Um, this was one of my favorite meals. Yeah, me yeah, too. Really. Now it is spendy and it's 125 mm-hmm. a person. But if you're looking for that signature moment, it's great. But also 125 a person. I mean, we Girl dropped Hawaii. We dropped yeah. that at the boathouse. Uh huh. You know, um, and it's Hawaii. Hi, Jamie. I love you. Yeah. We love you. Cry, Chris, at the boathouse. Um, but it's Hawaii, so that's actually not that bad. I don't think for you know restaurant at a hotel. No. And uh, there's also, you know, one of the great one of the great things this property just has. I kept calling them moments. I, I use the word moments. I heard an architect, the architect that designed our ballpark here in the Twin Cities, um, Target Field, 
he was talking about architectural moments in the ballpark. And there are just moments all over Awolani. And one of them is right smack dab in the middle of the of the towers where there's a lazy river and there's uh, a great water slide with it looks like a giant volcano. But then, you know, meshed in there is the, the, the lazy river. And then in the middle is a tiny little like four building village, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And there's a quick serve in there that had the best fish and chips. Yeah, the snack shop has fish and chips and, oh. and coconut fried shrimp. And it's delish. And then the shave ice stand right next door. Yes. It's just so, cute. It's smack yeah. dab right in the middle. Yep. And there's a little gift shop with some good stuff. I bought some cute-ass Aulani, um shorts. Yeah. Some swim trunks. But anyway. But then there's, you know, like your um, the Ulu Cafe that's more of like your grab-and-go, like pack, pre-packaged stuff that's in pizza. there. They've got pizza at night and stuff, that kind of stuff. You can refill your uh, resort mugs. Yep. And then down by the beach, they've got the beachside kiosk that has stuff down there, too. That's right. So, And then I didn't want to miss um, the lounge. I kind of skipped over that. Yeah. That's attached to Makahiki and towards underneath the lobby at the front of the hotel. That's where they have, like, the sushi and stuff on for dinner. And you can go there. We haven't been there yet. We were going to go for sushi one night, and then we changed our mind. Yeah. And we ended up going next door, which we can talk about that coming up, too, if you want. Well, let's just do it now. Um, You know, because one of the great things about Koalina and, for me, Aulani is – you don't have to go far from the resort to to do a wide variety of things if you like to cocktail and eat. And one of our now this is my favorite meal. Um, my favorite meal in this trip, uh, Mina's Fish House, which is in the Four Seasons next door. Um, Four Seasons and Aulani share a private lagoon. Yeah. So when you're heading out to the ocean, hang a right. There's the Four Seasons. You'll see Mina's Fish House from Chef Michael Mina. Um, you kind of head up the steps and. The, the restaurant's beautiful. It's all outdoor. Like, there's no roof. There's no walls. There's no nothing. It's just on all of these decks, verandas, lanais, whatever you want to call them, going down all the way into the beach. Some of the tables are in the sand. Um, it's a beautiful atmosphere, and it's all this great, fresh seafood. Oh, it's They have a fish sommelier, um, which comes over. We, You know, the last time we were there, we sat at the bar a lot. We're bar dwellers. Um, we like it. We think we get better service. Usually, no. And um, just an amazing, an amazing experience. I love that meal. We got an appetizer platter, which is kind of a seafood tower, all broiled. We got it all broiled with oysters and king crab and lobster tails and shrimp. It, yeah, we do oh, that every time, I think. And so amazing. You got the butterfish. The butterfish, the Hawaiian butterfish. Which is what they're known for. So. It's so good. Yeah. So again, if you get a chance, it's next door. Check it out. Absolutely. Everyone talks about, I'm going to jump around a little bit here but everyone talks about monkey pod oh you're going exactly where i was going just okay. to wrap up the food portion of yes. this you heard colin mention girl we'll just go and we'll go across the street to starbucks well you yeah. can that's not a joke yep so literally across the street from four seasons and Aulani is like a little shopping village center so cute and there's um a starbucks there's an abc store there's monkey pod there's um what is it cute I- stores. Island, island coffee uh, island coffee um, there's all kinds of stuff over there. That's it's great, and yeah, shopping, fantastic. But everyone goes nuts over this restaurant called Monkey Pot. If you've never been, everyone says check it out. Now, here's what I want to say: We went. I didn't see what the fuss was about. No, and I'm I I to quote the great song. I second that emotion. I did not understand. Oh, we know that was a song. It, yeah, it's a lyric. Um, we had so many people, including this annoying woman on a catamaran that we met last year. She 
came up to us. She goes, hi, boys. Have you, where are you guys staying? We said, we're staying at Awalani. <gasps> we are at the Elena, too. I didn't have the heart to tell her that's not the Elena. It's not Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> um, I said, yeah, we're at, oh, she goes, have you been to Monkey Pod? They have the best pokey tacos. And I look, I'm grabbing Colin's hand like, please throw me into the ocean so I can be eaten by a shark and not talk to this woman. I didn't have the heart to tell her that it's not pokey. Poke. Poke tacos. But yeah. I'm, my point is, I don't get it. People wait hours. I know. And I'm like, well, it's I don't really get hard it. to get a reservation there. Yes, I don't get it. And yeah, we went and it was good, but it wasn't like, oh my God, you have to try this. Oh. If I'm going to do that, I go to Mina's. Now, you, Mina's is expensive, but. Oh, if I'm, yeah, Monkey Pod was fairly, I mean, moderately priced, yeah. you know? Look, it's great. I mean, it was good, but it's nothing. It would not make my list of telling all of you listening that you have to do it. So, um, activities. Now, I mentioned, I've mentioned a few of them. I said there's a lazy river. There's also, you can go um, snorkeling in this kind of Disney made little snorkeling aquarium. Yeah, they call it the Rainbow Reef. Yeah. And it's uh, $25 for an adult per day. You can buy a multi day pass, I think, for like 45 but you and I went. And it's like, if you've done it for once for 30 minutes, that's all you need. It's not very big. No. So, but it's nice because you don't have to worry about waves and sharks. Sure. Sharks and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, when we went snorkeling in uh, Maui, you were terrified of the Terrified sharks. of the hammerheads. But, and also if you have a beard or any facial hair, um, the masks won't work on you. Just FYI. Because we found that out. We almost drowned. Not really, but you know. But yeah, if snorkeling's not your thing. You can go down to the beach. Um, and then they have like a little activity thing you can do. So they've got boogie boards are free. Mm -hmm. Um, you can go paddle boarding. I think they're like $45. Yes. Um, $45 an hour if you want to go paddle boarding. Um, and then they've got these like Hawaiian style canoes you can do. It's like $119 a person. It's expensive, but there's all kinds of activities. Um, other things are like you can rent a photographer and go do your little photo shoot thing. There's all kinds of stuff going on. They do um, at night. You can sign up for all these other activities like stargazing. They've got storytelling. You thing. wanted to do that stargazing. You're like, that is so cool. Well, I don't know if I wanted to do theirs, but I mean, you, you're never going to see stars. Like you can probably see them in Hawaii. Yeah. So um, there's all kinds of things. And they give you like an itinerary on the app every day that you can check out and sign up for things. It's great. It's just, you're, you're never at a loss. And, uh, and then there, the pools. I mean, there are a variety of pools, too. Speaking of activities, how many pools? Four? Oh. One, two, three, four or five pools? Three, no, three. Adult, the fake adults only, the infinity pool. Oh, yeah, and then the main and pool. The main pool. Yeah. And then there's, like, some hot tubs and then the lazy river. Um, now, this, so here's a little pool detail. The lazy river this time we went was freezing. freezing. And I don't know why. Yeah. As was the main pool. Yeah. And I just, I don't get it. The one pool that was heated really nicely was the infinity pool, which would have been nice if it were for adults, but all the kids were in there because it was heated. And I'm like, give the kids the big pool. Yeah. Because what, friends, what happened is before COVID, there was an adult-only pool. Yes. And it is sadly gone. Yeah. So if we have one complaint, and we haven't really complained or been critical about anything, um, is Disney really needs to bring that back. They need to bring back a pool for adults only. Uh, the the little ones, the little minions have 
every other area and a private lagoon for heaven's sake. And they have uh, the kids' play area thing yes. too. That's not like a splash zone or whatever. I don't get the rationale. So if my one negative, and it's a big one, you got to bring back some adult. The, the parents deserve some quiet. And the guests that don't have kids were just as important as the ones that do have kids. Um, it would be nice to have a little a little pool. I'm not even asking for the biggest pool. Give us the smallest one. We don't care. And it's not a deal breaker by any means. No. Because, oh, my God, no. You know, people, the one question that or the one comment we got over and over and over again was, I can't believe that you're going to go to Hawaii and then you're going to go to a Disney hotel. Yeah. It's going to be full of kids. And the one thing that we clap back with and we noticed on this trip is we're, as Jason said, we're at two other ho- hotels in Hawaii before we got to Aulani. There were kids everywhere. Uh, m- massive numbers. Didn't matter. We were in the pool at the Royal Hawaiian, and there were 15 kids in that pool running around, splashing, no rules, and we're at the Royal Hawaiian. So it didn't matter No, if we're at the Royal Hawaiian or we're at Disney. We actually got more adult time, I think, at Disney because it's bigger. Yeah. It could spread out. If the kids in the one heated pool were too annoying, we would head down to the beach, and we had the whole lagoon. Service-wise, again, the the Disney difference, just great service. Uh, tip to tail, from the front desk to the servers to the the lounge or the the pool servers, we didn't have one bad experience. Um, everyone was great. Yeah, the cast members are so good there at Aulani, mm-hmm. so good. Um, I wanted to because this is something that you accidentally discovered. Now, uh, this is a really kind of a hidden bonus that you didn't know, might not know. Let's say your flight isn't until like 7 p.m. and you have to check out at 11. Colin discovered something on this trip. Yeah, so Aulani has a lounge, a departure lounge. So if you're, you know, a lot of those flights when they leave Hawaii don't leave till 4, 5, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. Um, but your checkout is at 11. So if you were in the pool all day or in the ocean or you're sweating, laying out in the sun, and then you have to go and get on the plane, you can reserve this departure lounge and go down there. It's not very big or very fancy, but it's got a full locker room with a couple showers. You can take a shower, get the chlorine and the salt water off, refresh, sit in there, you know, watch TV for 45 minutes, cool off, waiting for your flight to go. You do have to reserve that in advance at the front desk. Yes. And there are not a lot of time slots available. So make sure you take advantage of that. Ask Ask when you check in about it and confirm how far in advance you can book it because I just happened to ask like the morning that we were leaving and we got the literally the, the last, very one. last one. So last thing, Luau. Yeah. Are you going to sing your little song? Ah, ah. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, we've, ne- as I said at the beginning of the podcast episode, we've never done a Luau. We've been going to Hawaii for a decade and we thought, well, if we're going to do one, let's do Disney. Let's, let's do a Disney one. Yeah. So um, the deets. Yeah. It's kind of spendy, friends. So it's one seventy-five per person for general admission, two hundred four per person for preferred seating. Now, I don't think you need to do preferred seating. There's not a bad seat in the house. There isn't. Um, they've got the main stage up in the front on the great lawn, and then some of the performers come like halfway out into the audience. They've got little like side stages there that they do stuff at. Um, it's a Huge buffet, and I think the food was actually really good. It was. For a buffet-style experience, it really was. A lot of times you get, like, you know, the chipper chicken, as you always joke, <sighs> at these kind of things. <laughs> but this was great food. It was. A lot of options. They had prime rib, even. like So it's great. 
It's a long experience. Just letting you know that. <laughs> it's very long. So check-in is at, in a, a check-in is at like five o'clock. And it was kind of chaotic because you had to like check in into one line. And then once you checked in, you moved into another line. But they didn't have anyone telling anyone that. So no. you just got there and it was like this. We waited in the wrong line for like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So little confusion and chaos there. But um, so check-ins at five. I don't think the luau started till like <laughs> 630. Yes. And then it's like a three-hour luau. But before the luau, they have all sorts of activities. They have the bars open. You can get um, temporary tattoos. Learn the ukulele and these little stations. Yeah, you can make like a little lay that you put on your wrist. I don't even know what you call it in Hawaiian, but um, it's, you know, fresh flowers that you make and put on your wrist. You can like smash taro root um, and make like a paste out of it. There's all kinds of activities you can do. And then, like you said, the bar is open. Yeah. So drinks are included in the price of the lu- of the luau. And it's not, I thought it was just going to be like their signature punch or whatever. And that was it. Nope. No, it's whatever you want. Yeah. So that was a nice value add. Yeah. And it's, again, just like the hotel, um, very like traditional luau, um, paying homage to the culture. You do see a couple characters for like a brief moment, but it's not. They are not the stars. No, it is not the Fab Five out there, you know, dancing the whole time. Yeah, it's not kitschy. It's not like cartoony Polynesian culture. It's Disney. I mean, it's beautifully done. They hire an outside production firm to do this but it it has disney touches it's just meaning it's well done it's a beautiful show um but like colin said the experience is very long yeah we ended up leaving after a little um like hour hour and and a half half. just because we were full we were tired and we'd kind of luau's aren't our thing anyway no so after seeing it for like an hour and a half two hours i was like okay we've seen this so um it does book up i think quite early in advance. So make sure if you are planning on going that you get your reservations ahead of time. Overall, I liked it, but I would call it a one and doneer. Yes. I don't think I ever need to do it again. And I would say that about any luau. Love I mean I love yes. the the skill and the tradition and everything, but I'm kind of a if you it's like Cirque du Soleil for me. Yes. If you've seen it, you don't need to see another one. They're no. all kind of the same. They're all the same. They're all, yeah. Different artistry, but yeah. Yes. Just basically the same. So I think we've covered it. I mean, we put a lay on it. I mean, seriously. Um, uh, You can't go wrong. It's Hawaii. It's Disney. You marry the two with great culture, great respect to the culture, great service, great amenities, and you're in paradise. You really can't go wrong. Yeah. It's a, it's, it knocks it out of the park. It's a great, great stop. If it's a bucket list item, if you ever do want to go to Hawaii for sure. And if you have any questions, you can, like, more specific directions, you can always DM us on our social medias. Social medias. Well, that's going to do it for our full review, full fairy review, full, 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 full fairy review, that's hard to say, of Awolani. Uh, don't forget to catch us. We drop a new episode every other week. We're getting ready to wrap up the season. Uh, so don't forget to give us our five-star review, too. It helps, and we appreciate it. Yeah, and you can find us, as Jason said, on social media. Just look for Two Fairy Godfathers. Have a magical week, everyone, or two weeks, or however long. Who knows when you're listening to this? <laughs> and we'll see you for our, probably our last episode. That's right, of the season. In a couple of weeks. Bye for now.